0: With the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might win it here for world. blasts in the shot. What a goal! Volley's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is The 77 Club.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 136 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the socials.
3: The Wolf 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, sorry for <laughs> laughing, but yeah, hello everyone, welcome.
2: Uh, Jack Williams is here. Hello everybody. You are right there, you're going to struggle in a bit. Uh, and Dan Bayliss. Yeah, hello Wolves fans, our internet all works. Yeah, uh, there's a little bit of a delay, so um, we'll take that out in the edit, otherwise it might just sound a bit weird, but... We will start with Brighton away, a team we don't beat. We were talking about it last week, Harry. And at halftime, it was looking like we are going to break that duck. At full time, everybody was
3: very angry. Oh, man. It was it was weird because the team I was happy with, we wanted four at the back and we got it. It was our strongest team available. Pedence was injured, which was a big surprise. But still, on paper, I thought, yeah, we can beat these. Terrible defending, we went 1-0 down. But after that was brilliant. We, you know, we scored three yes the Neto one was slightly lucky but really good for the first half and I honestly thought we'd just go out and finish him off but a moment of madness from our most experienced player, Martinho and then a terrible substitution by Nuno bringing Kilman on and then sitting back and it turned out as a terrible two points dropped and I was absolutely fuming after the game
2: uh, Jack, at half time, you're saying this is going to be all about game management. Don't try and go out and give them a thumping. Uh, clearly, Nuno wasn't in the WhatsApp group for that one because exactly the opposite happened.
4: Yes. Um, didn't well, well, what? At half time, game. He didn't you thought the, you he
2: didn't. thought the game management after half time was good. no. After I th- 11 no, seconds we gave away a penalty.
5: I said the no. You said it. Don't go out and give them a thumping. Yeah, well, he didn't. He, we didn't have a fucking shot. That's
2: what I mean. Jackson, don't go out there and give them a thumping. It's yeah, so we, should, we
5: should, so we should have. We should have gone out there and tried to score a million rather than sitting in for 45 minutes and conceding two and having no shots on target and the easiest header I've ever seen over the bar.
4: We should have tried to smash him. I said that without moving my lips. <laughs>
2: Brilliant. Very clever. Have you got um, someone's hand up your
4: eye? Yeah. Um
2: oh, Bailey. It's got nothing to do with it.
4: <laughs> yes. It's, it's every week, yeah. I mean to be honest, it was it was just poor, wasn't it? Uh, we went in mean, three one at half time. And to be honest, I don't think we played that well first half. Everyone was creaming over it, but I don't think we played that well at all, particularly to let that goal in. It was really, really sloppy. Granted, then we get back to 3-1 up at half time somehow, which, you know, never really happens. Uh, and then you're just thinking, right, 3-1 up, away from home, against a team we never beat. What don't you do now? You don't give them away a penalty within 50 seconds of the restart. And then... Less- Lesson two is, if oh, you man. do give away the penalty, don't then shit yourself and make a stupid defensive super, uh, substitution and invite the pressure on. Because let's be honest, at the end of that game, it wasn't as if Brighton just clawed their way back into it. They should they should have argued 1-4-3, because it, would, it was a soft foul that sort of got them. they would have been 4-3 up. I know, obviously, then Otisawi had a chance at the end, which, let's be honest, he bottled. But it was just... Unlike us, because usually when we shut up shop, you think, you know, teams are very hard to score against us. Like Man United a few days before. But it was, it was just shocking. He can't really defend it because I he can't even really defend it with the first half performance because I didn't think it was that good either.
2: To be honest, Harry, that first half performance, it was more about bad defending Brighton-wise, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, uh, Brighton are a poor team, in my opinion. Uh, they've got some big, massive lads at the back, but they're clumsy as hell. And Dunk got absolutely annihilated by Traore, who was the only shining light for me on the day, really. He had a really good game after we absolutely slated him last week. So fair play to him. And yeah, it was just... Um, Obviously, the overreaction after the full time was mad. I've never seen so many Wolves fans call for Nuno's head again, and that's pathetic. We've got to keep Nuno. We're only two points worse off than we was uh, last season at this point, as Bayliss pointed out on WhatsApp. So don't get too out-, out of hand, Wolves fans. Bloody hell. Nuno, once the injury come back, and hopefully we sign a few players this January, hopefully, we'll be fine because the bloke's so a really good manager.
2: Baylis, I'll bring you in on that because I think you made a few points Similar to, to what Harry made there.
5: Yeah, I totally agree. with. We aren't in a terrible position. We're just sadly undermanned at the moment. We've got kids on the bench. Notice against Brian, we didn't have a recognised centre-back on the pitch. Cody isn't a centre-back. He's been turned into a sweeper. says isn't a, a centre-back. He's been taught to play there, but he's having an absolute ripper at the moment and playing really well. Kilman? Kilman's sort of been taught to play there. I mean, I know it's the only position he's played for Wolves, but again, he's been turned into a centre-back. And then we go and try and shut up shop. Playing a system that's not really Wolves football which is what confused me it is a tactical blunder and Nuno deserves negative press for it but calling for his head just seems absolutely ridiculous to me given the position we're in we are sadly going to have bad runs especially when you've got a small squad and not enough players to fill it then at the same time you've got to be critical of the club if Wolves aren't given the capabilities to go and recruit now in January we are short of three or four players at the very least
2: First team players at that. Uh, Jack Mick McCarthy was sacked on Wednesday. Should he be coming back into the fold? Maybe replace Nuno. I know. Uh, can he play? Up front? There's a lot of fun, fun, <laughs> fondness with uh, nostalgia with, with Wolf He <laughs> can play defence. Very good defender.
4: <laughs> I said up front, but uh, so just look at his nose. <laughs> no, obviously I don't want us to be trigger happy at all. But there's it seems to be sort of two ends of the scale. It's either the ones who that want Nuno out or the other side are the ones who don't think he should ever be criticised because of what he's done. And I think most people, rather than the the ones you see on Twitter, are probably somewhere in the middle, whereby that performance, particularly going in 3-1 at half-time against Brighton and potentially nearly losing the game, is not good enough and it should be criticised. And I, I know you can look at the injuries, and that's a fair point because you've probably got five first-team players out who would be starting. But at the same time, the players that were on the pitch at the start of that second half should have managed the game better and as I said you're looking at um, Martinho who gave away the penalty who's your most experienced player and that's just you just don't do that because you'd rather just let them have the shot rather than give them the penalty because once they've scored that their tails are up there aren't they and they're going to come at you and we just didn't handle it well and You know, it just rings back to some of the other famous games in the past where um, we've just sort of given a goal away and then bottled it. But um, it just, it wasn't a good performance. It wasn't professional. And after two good performances against Spurs and Man United, uh, you know, that probably didn't really get the points they arguably deserved. It would have been nice to just cavil when we didn't play that well and pick up the three points. And it was within our grasp and we bottled it, to be honest.
5: No, you're not far off. I think you're right there, Jack. I think, I know that we're going to be overly critical because it was a poor performance on the whole. But you have to think, we were piss weak. Eight nori, I mean, got so lucky that was blown as a foul. I genuinely, I don't like criticising the bloke, and I want him
2: to be given a chance, but Silva ran around for 70 minutes. I want to bring in that point. Uh, Harry with Fabio Silva, it's it's not working at the moment. He's getting touches in the game, because actually I think uh, it was possibly Joe Edwards did a breakdown of um, sort of the averages and stats around his game. And in terms of touches, he's, he's roughly around the same amount. Um, as or chances created as, as Raul Jimenez. Obviously, he's not putting them away. He's, he's getting involved in the game. But a lot of questions are, are raised, and, and probably rightly so, about the the price that the Wolves paid for him. But there's lots of comparisons with sort of averts at Chelsea. £70 million isn't firing all cinders. Van der Beek at Manchester United isn't getting the chances. Is this just something we need to get used to is that when you get into this sort of price bracket that you're paying that you're paying for players is that sometimes either they're going to be duck eggs you're going to pay a lot of money for for players that don't work out Um, you know look at I don't know, Mo Salah at Chelsea. That was one that, you know, paid a lot of money for him and it was a flop, came back and he's ripping it up for Liverpool.
3: Yeah, it's strange with Fabio because this season was meant to be, he was meant to be back up and just come on every now and then and trust bed in, but he's been thrown into the deep end. He's had a few good performances. He did well when he came on against Burnley, got his goal, but for, for there is have been a few games where he's been non-existent, I agree. He was a passenger against Brighton. He just ran round and didn't really do anything. So it's a bit tough on him. And we said from the off, the £35 million price tag was always going to be a big point of discussion and unfortunately it goes against him when he does have performances like he did against Brighton. Harry, the, the smug-ass Twitter warriors in four or five years' time
5: will be saying how wrong we are when he turns out to be a top-level player which there's a very good chance he will be. He's clearly a talented lad but it doesn't help Wolves right now, right this second. He is not the answer to Wolves' struggle. It's not his fault though, is it that? Are in. No, well- it's not his fault at all but unfortunately he's been put in that situation he's got to deal with it and he did look very weak against Brighton. None of us are writing him off, but it's he is in a really difficult position, the poor lad. We are the third worst performing team on form in the last mm. 10 games. Only the Albion and Sheffield United are worse than us.
2: That's very true. And, and I think actually looking at the last 10 games is fair and it, it's, a, it's a good measure. Yeah, we're poor. We're poor. Um, yeah. Do you think, Jack, it should have been an undisclosed fee? Because I'm not quite sure how it works, but... When you're signing 18-year-olds for a lot of money, do you think it would help if it had been an undisclosed fee?
4: For me, it's not really about the price tag because I think people it always gets out in the region eventually of how much you paid, or if not, it comes out a couple of years later anyway. I don't think it's the price tag. It's just that if you're a Premier League team who are chasing Europe like we are, then your only fit striker in your team shouldn't be an 18-year-old who's played a handful of minutes in the Premier League. That's, That's the issue. It's not necessarily with Fabio Silva, even though it just seemed... On uh, the game on Saturday, the ball just bounced off him a few times, and that was it. And apart from that, he was just non-existent. We we needed better backup, and we've been lucky. Well, you we say lucky, but it's not all luck. It's obviously a great job by the fitness team and everybody in the coaching staff that we haven't had to suffer really very much with injuries. Now four or five have come along at the same time, and what we've learned looking at our, look at the bench the other day, the bench the other day for a Premier League team who finished seventh last in the last two seasons was a joke. How many minutes of Premier two League football? Two goalkeepers on it. How, yeah, two goalkeepers, all teenagers. God knows, apart from John Ruddy, barely any minutes of Premier League football between them. And that's a team... If Do you think that Liverpool or Man City will play out a bench like that in a Premier League game? Even with a COVID outbreak, they will still find a more experience than that. And that's the difference in the levels. And that, again, comes back to Nuno because he wants a small squad. And it's great, but... It's great. Do you think
2: that needed looking at in a global pandemic of which we knew it was going to be a lot of games in a short space of time because it was always going to be playing catch-up, Harry, wasn't it? It, it, We were always going to have a a congestion of fixtures. Uh, The the cup runs a little little bit different, especially with the the Carabao Cup with uh, no replays. But do you think that that should have been looked at, that you can't work with a 19-man squad during a pandemic, especially when
3: injuries may come into play but also coronavirus will yeah definitely and we know it's Nuno's way but we have been unlucky of injuries we know that but the way we've today of recording, we've recalled loads of lone players, so we're acting on it. But yeah, it's a mistake. There's no doubt about it. It's it's something I don't think Nuno thought would happen because of how good our injury records been under him in the last few years. But it's got to be looked at. And hopefully next summer we do bolster the squad a bit more. And Nuno kind of like looks at his own philosophy, having this really small squad, and thinks we may need a few more senior players. But I've heard. I think I saw someone on Twitter say like Nuno does it because he don't want a senior player sat on the bench. Someone like Catrone, who's not happy that he's not starting. So he likes having like an under-23s player or something who knows he's not ready to start yet. So he, he's, he's willing to be back up. That's what I've heard the reason is, but we'll see. And that's yeah. why we are where we are. I mean, Fabio Silva would have been more use in the
5: last two weeks going out and shagging birds on a party <laughs> to get the game oh, called off because of COVID.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you've got a feel for him as well because it's it's also to do with the way we play. Because if you're going to play an 18-year-old striker... For most clubs, there'd be somebody else playing alongside him. It's not just Mm. a case of, okay, even this is injured, now you're leading the line on your own. It's difficult, isn't it? It's it's not a job for anybody. You have to have a big physical and and aerial presence. And Fabio Silva just doesn't have that yet.
2: Hey, Nuri Bayless were exactly the same. Johnny and Marcel are uh, fit, although I think someone put on Twitter... Uh, Marcel seems to have uh, the bone structure of uh, a rich tea biscuit once dunked in a cup of tea. So, and, and to be honest, <laughs> I can't really argue with that so far. The guy's injured more than he's playing, and, and, and that's a problem. Mm. We're
5: in a mess. And, it, it, and the problem is it's all going to come to a head oh, don't, against the Albion don't. again.
2: <laughs> Imagine if it's 5-1 again. My God. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be, because thank God they're dog shit. Thank they, they <laughs> God they are. <laughs> Some, some positives though I said that there was no chance that Ruben Neves would score um, and uh, he scored a penalty obviously so when there's no players in front of him apart from the goalkeeper <laughs> he's very good uh, and to be fair it was a well dispatched uh, penalty he had yeah. a better game actually and I, I don't mind saying that he did have a, a certainly have a better game um, Treore better than he good. has been the last couple of best weeks best player on the pitch for me
3: for Wall's old Neto him and Neto well, are probably right. the two
2: oh do you know what I, I
5: you're disagree. not going to believe
3: this I thought Wall's best player was Samedo
2: all my life great assist why, why didn't you mention that at the beginning of the podcast a groundbreaking breaking news <laughs>
5: I I genuinely thought he had we were crap but I thought he had a good game I thought Traore did very well the way he won that penalty you could see it a mile off he absolutely played into it great but
2: he was too hot for Byrne wasn't
4: he <laughs> <laughs> but Byrne was our man of the match
2: <laughs> definitely Burn, he was crap wasn't he he was he was but um
5: <laughs> I th- thought Sameday didn't do anything wrong for a change. Didn't do a single thing wrong, and every other player on the pitch, I could have said you did something wrong in that match.
4: I actually, I sort of agree with Harry. I think Torero was our best player by a long way. To be honest, he's the only one really you could probably, after that, come out with his head held properly high because he was giving them all sorts of problems, one us a penalty, and
2: it was—it's it's, a—it's con- a concern, isn't it? Because when Conley went off, I thought actually that's all their uh, goal threats gone. Because uh, you know he was the only one making a difference. Lalana, was, was it? Come m- on? making yeah. a difference. So Lalana, yeah. Sort of. We talked about in the summer, didn't we? A free transfer. Was it worth a gamble? Actually, it would have definitely been worth a gamble. Looking back now, because you know, perfect replacement for someone like Den Donker. Mm. But but there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, so if we just finish on a, a slightly more positive note, um, Jack's gone to get a beer to drown his sorrows um, <laughs> lo- Lockdown life. Uh, are we sticking with Trail as man of the match because I know that Jackie was sort of shaking your head saying he wasn't quite man of the match what are you
4: going to go for no it is Trail Ray I was, I was making yeah. the joke that Dan Byrne was not man of the match which he probably right. was right no fair yeah uh, Bayless,
3: <laughs> don't say something I fall off my chair
5: <laughs> I mean given that trail ray did win us a penalty I mean, you did just he say he was our losing. best player
2: so I mean, yeah it's... trail
5: was our best player but i still think he made errors i just think
2: somato had a good game Oh my general. life i've never thought to the day eh? there you go well harry is it a full sweep of trail rays yeah right excellent okay uh, we'll move on to fa cup action this weekend it is a friday night against crystal palace um To be honest, I never really look forward to cup games. We know changes are going to come. Uh, The goalkeeper is going to be one of them. Uh, One of the goalkeepers, actually, that was on the bench against Brighton, Harry, uh, John Ruddy. Uh, Sondergaard is, of course, the other one. Do you you think he will go with with John Ruddy? I'm I'm guessing you think he's going to go that way.
3: Yeah, yeah, go with John Ruddy and uh, he'll bring out his cake wrists again and probably flop one into the net. (laughs) So we'll see that. Um, Yeah, it's going to be... (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be uh, an interesting game because I've said I've said a few times now I actually don't want to win the FA Cup this year because it'll break my heart if we went on a cup run and we couldn't go Guaranteed and watch it. Europe, though. Yeah,
2: Guaranteed I suppose.
3: Europe. I suppose it's a bit silly saying that, but this game Friday will be. I mean, we've got a bare squad anyway. We're going to see a lot of under-23 starting in that starting lineup. Gibbs White's just been recalled. He might even start if he's fit enough. So it's going to be a very, very changed-up team, and it'd be just, it'd be interesting to see how Palace want to take it because they had a good result, didn't they? One two 0 Is it Eze or Eze? I don't know how you pronounce it. He looks a good player. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's going to be a young, young team out there, and let's hope they can do the job because it goes straight to a penalties, doesn't it? If it's a draw. So let's hope we can do it.
2: Obviously, they've got attacking options. Um, Wilfred Zaha, Jack, Adama Traore. Which one do you think will come out on top in the game?
4: Well, if you think back to when we played Palace at home, we, we were, that was probably one of our best performances of the season, wasn't it? It was the one where yeah. Aitonori scored, and we were by far the better team. But it doesn't really wet the appetite, this one, in the same way, does it? You know, No. An FA Cup third-round tie against Crystal Palace, um, when our league form has not been good, and we are at the sort of bare-bones uh, thin of a squad... It's just not the same, so I don't know from I don't know what side Hodgson will pick. I don't know what side Nuno will pick, but I'm guessing there have to be rotation, particularly when we've mm. got two Premier League games coming up in the following week. And one um, of them is the Black Country Derby. And one of them is obviously for the fans, probably one of the biggest games in, in the last it's a beast few years. Game, isn't it? for, it's
2: definitely yeah. the beast game. Yeah. Yeah, Albion at home is is the one that you look out for on the fixture, well, that one I do anyway. the... Uh,
3: and there was me thinking we'd be back in Molyneux to watch it as well a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I know. So who's, who's and we're, we're only just about allowed inside our own houses.
2: <laughs> Very close whether we were allowed to go and watch it in the living room. Uh, Bayless changes uh, start for silver or is it going to be that front three? I mean, like you say that they come in thick and fast. At
5: I hate being negative. I hate to keep being negative, but I don't care. Like <laughs> it's going to be an absolute dross under twenty threes. Some kids won't even have pubes yet. It'll just be, it'll be, <laughs> oh God. it'll be horrendous. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be boys against men, and that's probably a good thing for us. I don't think any fans should be getting excited about the FA Cup this year. Palace will come and do us one or two nil with a half first team against our under twenty threes. Who cares? John, starting Oh well, that makes it even worse. We've got under under twenty threes plus old flapper in the goals
3: yeah he must feel like like a, a school teacher taking kids on a school trip when he sits on the bench of them he? it's like a day out like <laughs> i bet he feels like jimmy savile fixing it for all those kids to play football Oh, God. oh <laughs> that'll get if
5: cut
2: it, if there go, it goes cut, a week where we don't mention a tourist <laughs> pedophile or one of the <laughs> biggest right-wing dictators ever then is, is it ever really going to be a 77 club podcast episode uh
3: let's do a school prediction uh harry you so know what I think it's going to be a bit of a mad game it's going to be 3-3 free, free, and we'll win on penalties a big shout uh, it could go straight to penalties of course as you've mentioned uh, Jack uh,
2: doom and gloom 0-0
4: nil, nil. the Eeyore 0-0 it's so, going to be a very yeah. boring 0-0 and Palace will yeah. win 1-0 on a penalty shootout
2: scored by their keeper of course um,
5: Bayliss 2-0 Palace I, I, I don't care
3: Already, are any of you matter. bothered about don't us? Matter. So you actually want us to have a run in the FA Cup? You like, even though we can't I, go. I tonight. would no. love
5: us.
2: I
3: would love no. us to have a run in the FA Cup.
5: I if do. we have a run in the FA Cup, we could go down. We're
4: not going oh, to go down. I, I don't no, think we're we gonna...
3: ain't going to go down, mate.
4: Like we, All right? We've got to, what, twenty-two points. We got. I don't think we're going to go down. Yeah, but, like we say, we're only two I, points off last year, man. You can look at it one of two ways, though, because it's the only thing that we can win, isn't it? Now this season, yes. And do we want to win yeah. something or do we want to just finish mid-table rather than 15th?
5: I, we've got to take stock and go again. I think this is a complete just consolidation season. Like, yeah.
4: But, well, you can still, hold, you
5: can, out, hold out. Get to 40 points, 42 points.
4: Hold out. And then wish we were in the FA Cup because we are at 40 points by the start of February. It doesn't matter <laughs> if we get into Europe anyway because we can't it's not go. It's possible, but you know. <laughs> we just no, but it bit, it I, means that we can
2: potentially go to the European Tour that it will open yeah. up you know. You, that's the bigger picture isn't I it? think it's too much for the players we've currently got to consider
5: going on a cup run Yeah,
2: well, let's have a look at the do, do, do you think there's going to be a place on the bench Harry Ford, Morgan Gibbs-White obviously being recalled from Swansea and I, I know for a fact that Swansea fans are gutted about that
3: yeah I, I think I think he'll at least be on the bench definitely Um there's been a few callbackers <laughs> well, <isn't> like we've <laughs> got, got it, five keepers yeah he's got to be on the bench yeah but like yeah but like you mentioned though he has been injured for Swansea so we don't know how fit he actually is do we so if well, he's not ma- really is the answer to that. Yeah, exactly. Minutes,
2: I think he's played in three months. So. Exactly,
3: so he'd probably be on the bench, but he's definitely on the bench because, like you're saying, we'd have about 14 keepers. He can play oh, like...
2: We, <laughs> yeah. we have Rush goalie but the opposite.
5: Are we the first ever Premier League team to start a game with three keepers in a matchday squad? No. Have to be, be because it's... We've be. yeah. never
2: had nine before, so... It, yeah definitely um some pictures from the training ground we'll start with though um those preparations there is one of dendonka running which is uh, i don't know about you but that that's something i I love to see yeah um good (laughs) (laughs) incredible insight there uh (laughs) is looking like he's going to be a couple of weeks away uh dendonka's back in training uh willie bolly he's outdoor training this week too Marcel uh rich tea biscuit uh, Johnny he is starting to work outside so he shouldn't be too far away from training and Raoul don't even go there but at least he's knows what day it is so <laughs> that's that's something isn't it you know yeah um, right, t- to be honest it, they never give anything away with injuries it, it does it Tell you something, Bayless, that Wolves have come out and actually given an injury update because this is something that we haven't really seen before. Don't know how much to think into it. I mean,
5: why have they done it? I don't get it. They keep tight lipped. It hasn't given anything positive, really. It's just been a couple of weeks away. Then, Donka, we don't know whether he's going to play the next match or he's still out for another month. I can't, so, I can't see him playing against you know.
4: Palace even if he was coming back. I don't think he'd be rich. No. Do you think he's earmarked
2: for Everton, Harry? It's Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah. So, what's that? Uh, that's a, a fairly decent break, four day break four days in between if
5: anyone at Wolves is listening to this have got through 20 minutes of this crap Um, please just don't bother against Palace and Everton just save everything make sure they're all fit for the Albion game because
2: I can't I can't lose to them fuckers again I think we'll beat Palace I really do I I don't think they'll take it seriously
4: so we you think just rest everybody until till next weekend
2: rest everybody until next season
4: why don't we, why why don't we, we play do. the cat again against Everson
2: <laughs> the cat was brilliant actually one of the, one of the highlights that was um, what was I going to say uh, Nuno's been fined of course say what you want is that worth 25 grand basically uh, telling your colleague he's, he's crap Harry would you, would, would you take, take the hit
3: we knew it was going to happen. Uh, he, he knew as well, probably, and he, I'm sure he can afford it, but he's got to uh, be be careful, hasn't he, from now on? I'll so see he'll have another fine and maybe even a ban. So at least he isn't banned from the sideline. Not that it'd matter anyway, because he'll probably shout from the stands and hear him with no one in there. <laughs> That's very true. Um, just on the um, the Man City
2: COVID story, Bayless, I think that one wound you up quite a lot. Um, that They've been, Only- out, been out partying, haven't they? Only because they were potentially
5: looking at postponing the fixture against man united in the semi-final which at time of recording's about to kick off yeah um which would have been a disgrace because Leighton orient had yeah. their game postponed against tottenham and it was given to tottenham because of covid so um, I, but i think it's going ahead so it doesn't matter anyway
4: i just don't quite get the stupidity though of some of these um because it, the spurs players and that one west ham player who had the christmas party and then somehow photo service. so people even put it on social media or snapchat when you're breaking the rules and then they're amazed when suddenly oh it's all over twitter and everyone's found it and they're in trouble with the club and left out of squads it's just it's just beyond it's beyond stupidity isn't it really that is it is it stupidity or is it arrogance which it, one is it i think it's could, could be both
5: early 20 year old people with millions of pounds at their disposal and that every woman wants to get involved with like they're just, <laughs> they're not going to be intelligent people. It's not like you've gone, it's not like there's been a breakout at Oxford University and they've all been caught at a party. These are footballers. Like, what do you expect but of But then them?
4: just don't take a photo. If you're going to, I understand they're probably going to do it and bend the rules because they're young and all this, but just don't take a photo. Just tell all your is and their mates to put their bloody camera phones away for five minutes and just but leave it. thick.
5: Have <laughs> you listened to Jack Grealish talk? It's not. If you do get on caught, just make an
3: OnlyFans, like that Charlton female player. Just make an OnlyFans, innit? That, she like, got did she sacked. Did she? she? She got sacked for that. She's made like her own website Thank now, yeah. video, Thanks to
2: Bayless, my work phone is full of porn. <laughs> it's full of every any porn you want. It's, it's on there. If you if you if there's someone famous that's done a sex tape, it's on my phone. 100. <laughs> it saves automatically to my camera roll. So honestly, I was showing some work. I was, show, I was showing some work experience. I was like, oh look, and then just to like, take a screenshot and then was going through it, and he was like, what's that down there? And I was like, it's probably the American women's goalkeeper and... That thing that happened, <laughs> and like that happened ages ago. Why haven't you deleted it? I was like, it's not important. Do you want to learn how to get in the media? Uh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on from what's on the content on my phone. Uh, I think that's all we got to talk about. Transfers. Any- uh, transfer. I've, yeah, be- I've, trans- oh, well. I've got some. I've some. Oh, you got some betting as well. Yeah. Sorry, betting on some ticket news. Um, you may as well just go straight into. Oh it. yeah. So fucking thanks yeah. for sorry, that intro. Sorry. To- Hello, betting fans. <laughs> Bugger him. Curly
5: haired prick. <laughs> <laughs> some beer? I haven't even had a beer. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm sober. With wine. Uh, I've got some odds. They're all absolutely pointless. Wolves to win two nil, nine to one. I did like this one actually. Zahar to score first. Palace to win one nil, sixty six to one. Well, you like that, do you? I do like that. Straight. Fabio Silva to score first. <coughs> uh, and Wolves to win either two nil or one nil, fourteen to one. Doable. And then we're we getting to some silly odds. Yeah. Um, Connor Cody and a two all draw. That is silly. 1,100
4: to 1 so it's these games though where you want to start to think hang on who might play who wouldn't usually be in the betting really at all or be really far mm. down so one of the kids yeah. or one of the players who uh, well I've got 8 twice, Nori maybe.
5: 8 Nori first 2-1 one, Wolves 180 to 1 and then the absolute no-hoper of Samedo one all draw 195 <laughs> to 1 but whack it on you know the drill I'm 4-0 up in this bet it's oh, yeah. pointless now Jack any ticket news so you books
4: anywhere <laughs> ticket news yeah. Uh, uh, no I mean nobody can book anything now can they at all because when would this hell end
2: although you could could have gone to Dubai for Christmas and come back and just walked into the country I know that's what a lot of people did half half of Instagram seems to be in Dubai yeah come in and then no checks on the way back in so that's good Uh, Harry got any plans plans for anything Uh,
3: Mm. no I'm just going to rot in my house until mid-February and hopefully we get set free yeah, so how many bottles of JD have you got through so far? Oh, quite quite a few actually. Yeah, it's getting a bit silly now. I was thinking of doing Dry Twenty Twenty One because I heard I was listening to a podcast and someone did it. But Dry Gin.
4: Someone did uh, it already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: want it.
3: <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Last year, <laughs> yeah, it's getting it all over and
2: done with in one day, and I drank for the rest of the year. Uh, let, let's look at some transfers. Um, Harry, I want to start with Patrick Katarina just to get it out of the way. He he has Premier League goals, which is something and um, which is something that most of the bench actually don't have uh, I don't think he'll come back stranger things have happened do you think he will
3: well he's been left out for whoever he plays for I forget now uh, to at the time recording, he's been left out apparently it was a last resort according to Guaranteed Tim Spears you know? that's it it was according to Tim Spears it was a last resort and uh it looks like it's going to be a last resort. It looks like he will come back. It'd be interesting to see because obviously him and Nuno definitely fell out. There's no doubt about it. But I'd, I'd give him another go. Why not? He's probably better than Fabio Silva, as, as harsh it is to yeah, say he, at the moment. So there you go. Give him a go, man.
4: I mean, could, he, he did always run, didn't he, Catrone? Like you couldn't really fault him for effort. And he's you've got he's got more height and physicality than for Silva. And Silva's our only real striker. So
5: yes. If we don't buy anyone, then yeah, it has to be Catrone, or at least give him a go. But I don't know how Wolves can't buy someone in this transfer window. We at least one signing. We've got to make a signing of somebody.
3: What about like Josh King or someone like that? He's rumored. That Josh you King, know, great signing, mm.
5: great signing. Yeah, that would be. That's fine. 10 I, want a big, I want a big, big guy to go. You know,
3: header of the ball, holds up, play well. Fenwa? <laughs> <laughs> I take Akin Bailly By- Origi nah. on loan would be good wouldn't it Origi I think that's the I think I prefer Those him to King him
5: though mm, yeah I, I, I think know.
3: he'd do alright he's a big game player
2: he'd be great to bring him for the Black Country derby he always <laughs> yeah. turns up for Liverpool in big games his goal his goal record against Everton is, is pretty good scoring in, in the Champions League Champions League games yeah. absolutely the one I don't know why he doesn't get more of a run and there's a reason why he's still at Liverpool you know, Jurgen Klopp has been there for four years, and he hasn't moved him on. And why? Why? What's the? Because he yeah. likes him. What's the reason? Then there
4: has to be a reason that he's still there. Go back to all the uh, the mad rumours, though. But this is the best thing about Wolves' Twitter. Obviously, we've got a really everyone's injured. We've got a threadbare squad. In the past week, we've been linked with. Wijnaldum, Ericsson and Costa, and I've seen Wolves fans for each and every one of them say they wouldn't take them. They wouldn't take him
3: Yeah, what?
2: it's ridiculous. They take him,
4: thank you. We've got Sundgaard on the
2: bench. To, everyone needs a third keeper. So
3: arrogant, some Wolves fans to turn down like Eriksson, Costa, and went out. It's like ridiculous, isn't it? Come on. Thing is, at this level now, it it is
2: the uh, it's a weird, weird breed of football fan now because you just want to win all the time. As yeah. a Liverpool fan, in my work. And I said, "Oh, did you watch football last night when I lost Southampton?" He's like, "Yeah, I don't know why I bothered watching that." I was like, "You won the league by like three hundred points. So what's wrong <laughs> with you? Like last season, you can't be that fickle, can you? Surely that yeah. you just say oh, I was a waste of space watching that last night' because we lost one 0
3: Yeah, that that's why I, the, the the Wolves fans calling for Nuno's head as well annoys me. It really does because we've got short memories, haven't we? The, we've overachieved under Nuno. There's no doubt about it. Like getting into Europe and then finish seventh again. I know we bottled it a little bit. And we probably should have got Champions League, but one little. Bl- and the bloke turned down Arsenal and Everton interest. Completely snubbed him off to stay with us. And the first sign of him having a little bit of trouble for Wolves. The Wolves fans are like, "Get him out, sack him." Some he, Wolves fans. Bring in. Exactly. But I can't believe it's even on people's minds to even consider any, it.
5: Any manager that needs that's going to do well in the Premier League needs money to spend as well. Unfortunately, the guy's in a position where he's got injured players and currently hasn't made a signing. So that's well, yeah. that's difficult. And
4: it? also, let's be honest, Fosun, big investment company. Who knows in what ways wave, they've been hit nationally and there's no ticket revenue incoming?
5: Did, did, didn't their owner earn an extra three billion know, <laughs> oh, yeah, lockdown because he owns
2: a pharmaceuticals company? But that's like, well, how they, they were in with Pfizer, weren't they? For the job, yeah, yeah
4: but, yeah. but Dan, that's like you getting a bottle and blue nun off your boss at Christmas, it's just it's, it's, isn't it? <laughs> like it's, it's levels. But I don't know, but that even, even though that's true, they I think they treat every little venture they've got separately and they don't do anything silly. Mm. And yeah, I, I think the fact we haven't given that Jimenez was injured weeks ago and we haven't... We should have people lined up straight away for the start of January if we were going to invest. Yeah. So the longer it goes on, the more I'm thinking that either they're just happy with mid-table this year until the world sorts itself out. Yeah, of course they are. And they're not going to panic by it because it's not in their nature, is it? No. Well, Tim
2: Spears did come out and say that, didn't he, this week? Yeah. So that's probably not true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason... one that Eric says Eric at the end of, <laughs> end of their... Uh, whatever P says I've got really good relations with the club definitely haven't (laughs) I believe he used to to anyone bragging about the relationship that you have it doesn't
3: happen from my point of view I think think he used to have good relations but then as soon as the folks under that come in I reckon he's got like weak sources now we could be wrong I know was talking about the HP joke no they haven't Um, yeah but yeah but yeah, no, but the Ericsson and Costa—the reason they broke down, apparently, or we didn't even look at them—is because of their wages, like Foson have yeah. never, and Jeff Shear whatever have never really been ones to like splash big wages, have they really? Unless it's the thing is you know, they ever want to pra- pra- if they ever want to, if they ever
5: want to parade a trophy around Shanghai,
3: which is 100 percent what they're going to do if we ever win one. <laughs> we did the Asia Trophy in preseason. Yeah,
5: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a proper one. Doesn't get bigger. Than they that. are going to. Ha- they are one day going to have to pay those sort of wages. Yeah. Yes, but they also they will, don't but want it, to do it, it in, in yeah. the way that.
4: You know, Everton spent a load of money in the last few years, and what have they achieved? Nothing. And no, you know, it can no, go no. wrong. It can go wrong. They don't want to so do I a
3: QPR, do they, and buy a load of Prima
4: Donna's exactly, on a million pounds a week? That's exactly the yeah. point
2: I was going to make, Harry, then. You don't want your basinguas mm. on stupid money going down to. You know. It's Tony, just, Tony, a Fernand, Tony
5: Fernandez doesn't even know where all his jets are. <laughs> uh, He's a completely different league to Foson. Foson are miles above it. Although they are very. He is very rich, but folks are not going to do this a stupid way they will do it the right way but one day they are going to have to start ramping it up again another level
2: excellent well um, hopefully we've done uh, some entertainment for everybody Um, it's quite quite a depressing podcast that one
3: yeah Yeah, Um, yeah. before (laughs) we go
5: sorry sorry you're stuck inside for six weeks (laughs) it's half an hour
3: of us (laughs) being miserable before we go (laughs) should we uh, give a quick score prediction for Everton (laughs) because obviously we ain't going to be doing one before that (laughs) Uh, don't all jump at once. <laughs> uh,
2: I think, yeah, if play is arrested for, for Palace, and there's a wild card in there, maybe I, I, I would, I never back us to lose anyway, so I'm not going to change that. I think we'll win against Everton.
3: And me, I have got a good feeling about Everton. Wolves. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm going to go with Sam score two one walls as well. Good man.
4: I think we can, uh, Jack- we can still get a good good start at 11 out can't we and hopefully if Den Donker is back and can feature that will help so I think we are probably due a win aren't we let's be honest we're due a win 1-0 Wolves blimey
2: and Bayliss I'm going to go one all. to who <laughs> uh, both next <of> <laughs> and right okay. uh, perfect we'll end it there we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell see you everyone have a nice January <laughs> <And>
4: Williams <laughs> oh bye everybody
2: and Dan Bayless. Goodbye, Wolves fans. And it's goodbye for me. Goodbye. The 77 Club.
0: The
5: Wolves Podcast. For the Gold and Black Army.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you What do you do when you win?